tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. In the next 60 minutes here on Newsnight, pensioner individual bondholders declared they will still not let the finance minister rest, dismissing government's assurance that their due bonds will be honored in full. If the minister doesn't want to use the word, the problem will not be solved. If the minister refuses to use the word exempted, you have been exempted. As it, the minister used for the pension funds and the, 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 the doctor's fund, this matter will not end. We examine a clause in the finance ministry's statement causing concern among individual bondholders, uh, which appears to introduce a condition for the honoring of those due bonds. Also tonight, clash at University of Ghana between former residents of Commonwealth Hall and the police, with many already arrested. We want to make it emphatically today that the stone silent by the investing management not to quote to the decision of the court is what tantamount to perjury. Details of tension rises over school management silence on accommodation controversy as the court placed an injunction on the implementation of a residential policy. And in business, finance ministry pegs value of bond tendered in domestic debt exchange program at about 83 billion Ghana cities. And in sports, Champions League returns tonight on your superstation with Paris Saint-Germain taking on Bayern Munich. And then later, we'll tell you why an MP for Kwando is accusing government of incompetence and neglect of the NIA office in her constituency. It's, it's a very pathetic situation. It's, it's a high mark of incompetence. I mean, I, I can't give any other reason to that because 5,000 cities shouldn't be a problem to the MPP government. And we'll hear from the legislators. The minister is hauled before the House to explain. You want to stay uh, with us. Plus, of course, on Valentine's Day special feature, we tell you the kinds of gifts and big plans people are making 
for their loved ones. On a Champions League day. So I'm going to use that, that kind of match between Bayern and PSG as, as something to entertain myself. Finance Minister may have finally categorically declared in a formal government statement that he will honor all due bonds held by government bondholders in full, in fact, individual bondholders in full. But that assurance has tonight done little to stop pensioners from protesting. Government today announced it has achieved its target for a successful election program and committed to pay all individual bondholders who refuse to sign on to that program. Pensioner individual bondholders, including the former Chief Justice Sophia Kufu, however, say they still will not give the finance minister rest unless he explicitly grants them exemption. Now, they were back with placards protesting at the premises of the finance ministry today. Uh, Dr. Edwell Nienchi is their convener. Oh, part of that group that we call self exempt. That is not we want. We wanted to be self exempt, and we are still fighting. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. We want to be exempted, and we are still fighting to be exempted. Now, the difference between exemption, the issuer exemption, and the self-exemption. If any issuer of any security is having problems, and he wants to restructure the securities, and he tells you that for you, your bonds that you are holding, it is not part of the, the, the bonds or the loans I cannot pay. I may not be able to pay. So for you, don't come here. Rest. Yours is not part of the bonds I think I will have problem paying. So you, the loans that I have taken from you, I will, I will continue to do as I'm doing. There's no challenge whatsoever handling the loans I have taken from you. What I am restructuring are the loans that I may find difficult paying. And that is why I'm restructuring that side. So from day one, there is a difference. When the man say, the issuer say, you are exempted. Go home, go and rest. If you like, don't even read anything about that domestic exchange because you are not part of it. But the others, I may have some challenges paying. That is why I'm exempting. So from day one, there is difference between the two groups. If you move forward, when and the time comes, and because the issuer has some impairment in its income generation ability, he is unable to pay. Those who were exempted, when they are talking to the issuer, what they will ask the issuer, you told us we are not part of these problems that you are having, paying coupons and whatever. That's why you didn't 
you exempted us. You didn't bring us in. You've said we are not part. Why haven't you given us our principal and or our coupon? The issuer will just have to be begging, please, yes, I'm having problems. I'm trying to get you money as soon as possible. Those who have been self-exempted, those who have exempted themselves, if they go, the issuer still has the obligation to pay them. The issuer has still the obligation to pay both the issuer-exempted holders and the self-exempted holders. So that obligation is still there. But these people, when they go, the issuer will say, well, I haven't gotten, problem, uh, I haven't gotten the money for you yet. I told you I'll, uh, it's likely I'll have some problems. So wait, I'm trying to get money to pay you. And that is why I say that your bond, I will term it as uh, I told you so bond. The issuer will say, yes, I told you so, that I may not be able to pay. The I told you so bond. Now, one of the central concerns for the pensioner individual bondholders is a clause in the ministry's statement that says the due bonds will be added, quote, in line with government fiscal commitments. Now, some have interpreted this clause to mean a conditional payment of those bonds when they are due. My colleague uh, with the research desk and data analyst Kofi uh, joins me in the studio with more. So, Kofi, let's break down when government says uh, fiscal commitments they say they'll pay the bonds they'll pay you in full your interest and your principal in full in line with government fiscal commitment let's first isolate what are government fiscal commitments so if you go to the 2023 budget government has about six fiscal commitments and first one is compensation of employees the second is use of goods and services the third is interest payment we also have subsidies the fourth is, um, the fifth actually, is capital expenditure and we have arrears clearance. And so if you look at this six, um, you know, um, this six um, um, items that we're talking about, it's around 205 billion Ghana cities. So that's a total government, that, that's a total, total government, government commitment, commitment for 2023. What's the figure again? 205 billion Ghana cities. Okay, now the debt has been restructured, the domestic debt has been restructured. So we know the total amount. Mm. And we, we, we do the computation. Will government have the means to take care of all these fiscal commitments and still pay the individual bondholders and others who didn't join the debtation program? So we know 205 billion CDs is the total expenditure projected for 2023. But if you look at government's total revenues and grants for 2023, it's just 143.96 billion Ghana cities. So there's a gap. There's a huge gap of 61 billion cities. Now, three line items, three line items, Evans, compensation of employees, 44.99 billion cities, interest payment on loans, 52.55 billion cities, and arrears clearance is around 14.44 billion. The three is around 111.98 billion. Mm -hmm. If you subtract this from the total revenue that we are expecting for 2023, it means that if government pays compensation of employees, interest payment, and clears arrears, the, the amount left for government to feed on is about 31.98 billion CDs. Mm. So there's definitely no space for government to do this. Now, if you also look at domestic you know, debt obligation for 2023, and the, the total revenue that we're talking about, 143.96 billion CDs, 
maturing bonds for 2023, if you look at the memorandum that government has actually made public, is around 31.313 billion CDs. That's just maturing bonds, principals. Interest payment on loans for domestic bonds is around, or for all domestic loans, is around 31.3 billion CDs. If you add these two, uh, it's around um, some 107 billion CDs. Now, if you subtract this also from, uh, that's if you add compensation of employees, 107 billion CDs. And if you subtract this from how much government wants to get as revenue from 2023, we're just left with 35.4 billion CDs. But the restructuring now gives them some room. Some room. So it means that if government is successful and is able to do this restructuring that they the, said... In which they say they, they have now successful. Ha- exactly. It means that the 31.3 billion CDs that they've actually projected to spend on interest payments will be free or some majority of it will be free for government to spend on other things because if you look at the bonds including paying it, the individual bond absolutely yeah, yeah exactly let's let's bring in <laughs> professor let's bring in professor Bokwing who joins us now uh, professor Godfrey Bokwing is a is a is a professor of finance and has been studying all this very closely uh, prof thank you very much i know you're possibly going to greet individual bondholders <laughs> before we start but i need to ask you when you read that line, and that line, most individual bondholders, we've been waiting to see that for a long time. We saw that line. Finance minister says, I will pay you. I'll pay your interest. I'll pay uh, your principles as well. But then that line, that little, you know, few words, in line with government fiscal commitments, when you read that, should there be cause for concern for anybody? Yes, yeah, good evening. And good evening to our uh, listeners. Especially individual bondholders at this stage. <laughs> we accept. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, there is risk. There is risk. It's not the same as saying that uh, you have been exempted. Um, but I, I was a bit uh, uncomfortable when the finance ministry included that line. Why am I saying so? From day one, the Ministry of Finance has set a target, 80%. And if the ministry had issued a statement that the domestic debt testing had been successful, more than 80% actually tendered their, their old bonds for the new ones. I think we should now be looking at how do we calm the market? How do we calm stakeholders? How do we build forward better, inclusively? How do we build confidence in our financial sector? How do we build confidence in our economy? So this is not the stage to begin to introduce some kind of doubt and uncertainty. There is already too much uncertainty out there. The market just doesn't like that. Of course, the president himself told us that he can't pay the day, right? So at this stage, one would have expected that the show of power and all of that would not be elevated to the level where uh, 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 the finance minister is trying to exhibit right now. So I, I think that uh, that is not necessary. Uh, uh, the government has reached more than 80%. That will be good news for them. But of course, that is how, how much, that, that is the price institutions and individuals have had to pay in, 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 in cleaning up the mess government has created. That is the price. I mean, this so morning. There's no point celebrating successful debt, domestic debt exchange because remember that is price. Remember that's money lost. 
I mean, Prof, when I woke up this morning and I saw the statement and I saw in, in those the two paragraphs were repeated. In fact, there was one up, up there in the first page and the second and the last page, all repeating will pay you. I said, hallelujah. But you're telling me tonight that that line that was repeated again in both paragraphs should give me cause for concern. I possibly jubilated too early. Yes. You know, um, of course, in the past couple of decades, we've been running budget deficits. Okay, so to that extent, but we see elevated deficits. And, and the whole essence of taking the steps to restructure your debt is that there was no way Ghana government could meet its financial obligations as and when they, they, they fall due without sharp adjustment to its fiscal policy in terms of expenditure and revenue and the financing mix. So there is risk, there is probability that we may not be able to pay. And that is why government is embarking upon the preemptive debt restructuring, largely. Great. But my point is that now that you have reached your target, because from day one, government did not set out to achieve 100% hungry. No. Government's target was 80%. You have achieved that. That in itself implies that you were anticipating that some bondholders will not surrender, will not swap their old bonds for the new ones. But the point is that at this stage, there's no point in, in demonstrating or show of power that, that yes, there's risk. At this, and there's a possibility. And, if, and you know, if government decides not to honor the old bonds, it will not be it will be an intention not to do so now and not simply not because the situation demands so. Why are we saying so? Because there's demonstrable evidence that with a certain level of expenditure cut, wastefulness, governance reform, we could actually come out of this much better and stronger than the approach government has adopted. I think we need to get that through. And therefore, what I would expect will be for government to clarify and calm the market. We need to calm the market and build forward better, inclusively. That should be our goal now. Because don't forget that, and let me also say, and let me congratulate Ghanaians, financial institutions and individual bondholders, the media, that we, 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 we have come this far because we helped on. We stayed together. We pushed the government. Evans, why am I saying so? If you look at the original debt estimate that the government announced on the 5th of December 2022, if we had allowed that to stay, the losses would have been more than 80%. Now, with the improved offer, we are looking at something close to 40%. That's progress. That is how much we have saved on, on the books of financial institutions and some individuals. So we need to make progress now. Now we need to look at how we're going to restructure the external debt, okay, as quickly as possible. We need an IMF program latest by the end of Q1. Those are the things. I think that is what government should focus its attention on now and, 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 and provide greater clarity. There is no point. In fact, the, the, this is not governance to see pensioners 
to continue to press for them to be exempted. Evans, what country is this? Mm. Can we look forward to pension? It's scary. For all that these people have done for this country, I'm sorry. We should not take them through that. So I think that is not that significant. The fact that you had a target, you had achieved that target. Remember, people had to pay a price. Price that some of them will not recover from in the next 15 years. But we know that we have to do this in order to restore macroeconomic stability. But that in itself is not an end. It's only a means to an end. But we chose a more expensive way. We chose a lazy approach. Government failed to lead by example. And that is why financial institutions and individuals have to now lead by example. And, 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 and carry the burden. Let me ask you, I mean, I'm looking at the... Uh, raw numbers for the ministry now in terms of the debt exchange outcome and principal amount tendered and accepted amounted to eight to two point nine billion. If if you look at the uh, initial target that was that was announced, that leaves a gap of a difference of forty forty billion. Um, I mean, if you put the exempted uh, pension funds total amount. And individual bondholders who did not sign on together. If you put all that together, it's nowhere near forty billion. I mean, can we begin to explain that gap? That gap, if you look at previous years, government had operated budget deficit, and yet they were able to honor their debt obligations. They did so. Even if you look at the press conference that the IMF gave right after the uh, after the rich staff level agreement with Ghana government. They indicated certain prior actions. One was debt restructuring. We also talked about audit of COVID-19 expenditure. We can talk about... Then they also talked about assurance from our financiers and development partners that they will commit to closing the funding gap. Why is that important? Because the 2023 budget that the IMF knew about had a huge deficit. And given that government had lost access to the international capital market and also in the domestic market, in the medium to the long term end of the market, it lost that. What that meant was that in closing that deficit in the budget itself, will be very difficult and therefore some assurance from our creditors, from our financiers, development partners, bilateral, multilateral, will be key in moving the staff level agreement to the board level. So beyond debt restructuring and all of that, we need that assurance. I'm sure government has been working on that because without that, it was going to be very difficult to translate the budget aspirations into actual. Now, if you if you look at it in the time past, of course, we don't know what the 17th IMO program will look like, but we have a fair idea. In translating the program objectives into actual events, you will require more than the $3 billion over three years that the IMF will be able to provide. So that in itself, if you cost the program, you will need more than $3 billion. That must also come from our partners, bilateral, multilateral financiers to close that gap. Other than that, the program can only achieve limited effectiveness. So you are looking at 
all of this together within a certain context of government's own fiscal commitment. And that is where the risk is. If you look at the overall picture and, and you look at as an individual bondholder without express statement that we you are exempted, which means that we will prioritize the payment of your bonds relative to other government commitments. It's about prioritization. Hmm. Prof, thank you very much. Uh, I'm grateful that you joined us uh, with your thoughts on this uh, particular subject. I, I want to... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Bring in uh, the convener of the Individual uh, Pensioners Bondholders Association, uh, Dr. Duke Ananiyemchi, uh, joins us on the telephone line right now. He hello, Doc. Yeah. Uh, great to have you. I mean, you've described the, the, the old bonds at, uh, as I told you so bonds. The, uh, it doesn't it reach the thing. Uh, well, it's only when it gets to the point that you are not getting your money and you go and complain, that I would describe it as an I told you so bond. And that's a concern of yours. You don't want to get there, and that's why you're asking yes, for a clear yes. exemption. We want a better protection than falling into an I told you so bond uh, 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 system. And so your 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 protest will not stop. No, until we have we have been giving exemption, just as has been given to the pension fund, and just as has been given to uh, the University of Ghana fund, their pension fund, the staff, the medical association, their pension fund, just what has been given to them. We want to be there as they are, because we believe that if I am if I am an issuer. And there is only little to go around. And in fact, pensioners has also been exempted. I, as an issuer, who is mindful of the condition of pensioners, even though pensioners and pension funds and others will be all categorized as exempted bonds, if there is small to start, I'll start with pensioners. Because if they don't get, they are likely to face a uh, 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 health threatening uh, uh, situations that will lead to their death. So I wonder whether when you saw the finance minister's statement, you were, your concern was heightened by the inclusion of that line that you, your bonds would be honored in line with the government fiscal commitments, or that didn't change anything for you? You don't this all no, along. You see, the, what we are in now, nobody can take it for granted that we may not land at the place where government is unable to stay. We may do all the things that we want to do. We can still hit a position or a point where government will be unable to pay immediately the, these things are due and has to be uh, uh, going left and right to find money to come and settle. So that possibility is there. And we want to get that a better cover if we exempt us, and as, as I have explained, and I think now people have, uh, everybody has understood, if uh, uh, the, the, the issuer exempts you, 
it gives yeah. you a better protection. Yeah, and, and, you, and you, 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 you're right. You've explained this yes. so many times that it's, it's yeah, become that very, is all that we want. Very, very clear now. And so we, we're expecting you back at the finance ministry tomorrow. Yes, until we get that exemption, we will be there. Okay. Um, but I, the, today, the uh, former Chief Justice, when asked, said that, well, as far as legal action is concerned, you are the leader. She will leave that to you to decide. But for herself, she will. And it, as she, she put it, it will be Sophia Kufu versus. Is the association considering taking legal action? Well, legal action would, uh, would, would, would be triggered if the default happens. If default happens, as of now, you don't have to, you are holding your bond. The issuer hasn't defaulted. So there's no need starting any legal action. But as soon as the, the, the issuer defaults, then the investor has every right to go to court to demand the payment either of, uh, of interest or of principal. Yeah, and, I, and I guess that the question is, are you ready to exercise that right? Well, yes, if it gets there and you can't get your money, that, that's, that's the only place you can go. It's to court. Okay. Maybe you do other other engagements to see if uh, the court process will not be uh, will not trigger in you won't we won't trigger that. If you do all others other things and uh, it's all working, if they're, they're, that's your your last place is to go to court. Okay, Doctor Dunanjuji, thank you very much. Uh, another group that yesterday had indicated to the police formally that they'll be protesting uh, a four-day protest from next week is that of the Individual Bondholders Association of Ghana, uh, led by Martin Pebu. Now that they have a, a double assurance uh, from the Finance Ministry that their bonds will be honoured in full, principal and interest, will they still go ahead? Uh, Mr. Pebu, will you still go ahead? Yes, Evans. We definitely will. Let me correct something before we continue this. I heard Dr. Duana and she say government hasn't defaulted. It's not a statement we should lightly make. He said this is their point. For hundreds of thousands of individual bondholders, they were never told and never subscribed to a situation where the payment date comes and government is unable to pay and government has 15 days extra. No. What I'm saying is that it is not part of their contract. You can ask individual bondholders to show you their bonds. They just show you a one-pager. So if you go and put some terms in a bulky document, which you don't give the person at the time of purchase, you can't be heard to say that those terms are part of the contract. So as far as I'm aware, government has defaulted. Let's say it plain. But for those who were not shown the prospectus and so did not rethink, at the time of pages, government has defaulted, pure and simple. You can't add terms to a contract unilaterally later after the contract is ended. You see? Uh, yeah, so. And, and that is why your protest will come on to force the finance minister to pay uh, those bonds, the interest, and the coupon that had matured last week. That's correct, Evans. We have to continue. Because, Evans, you just, uh, like, from morning, we've been doubting the meaning of. Uh, in line with government's fiscal commitment. And now you see how the professors are explaining the phrase. I told you from day one that Mr. Foyata could not be trusted. And that's what he's doing. Because look, Evan, for the bonds that matured on the 6th of February, why don't we have one sentence? The bonds that matured on the 6th of February, I'm paying tomorrow, 15 February. Ah, well, that, just that one sentence. Why does Mr. Foyata have to take 
hundreds of thousands of citizens through sleepless nights, palpitations, fear and panic. You see where the abuse of office comes. It's not his fault. He has now become very rich through this very bond. He and the president have made millions of Ghana cities through the bonds that they issued. So he can afford to treat us very shabbily like that. It's not his fault. Because otherwise, how I don't get it. If every time he will come and address the state or issue a press release, but you will never find a definite statement that, oh, we are paying on this day. And then you find people coming to hold briefs for him that government can pay 15 days later. Evan, the simple question is that at the time we're buying the bonds, did anybody bring a buyer's attention to a prospectus? There was no such prospectus given to a buyer. He's not bound. It's like your, your ward is being admitted into a school. When you go, you are giving a prospectus. So if you choose not to read, that way it's a different matter. But when you are not giving the prospectus at all, you are not bound. You, it, government can't subsequently come up with a document to change the terms. You see? So look, government should do the needful. Okay, so for that time, the president, yes, they've made uh, lots of money from these bonds. But they should remember that we voted for them. So at least distance requires that they should give us a definite date for the payment of the bonds that have matured. Because like I keep saying, the way our citizens are getting desperate, the way citizens are getting angry, the government is inviting an Arab Spring go. That's an Arab Spring the government is inviting into Ghana. And it's not fast-track. The president himself, when he was in the position, referred to such dire situations. Unemployment high, people can't earn a living, and so conditions are rise for an Arab Spring. Then the president should wake up. It's been said ad notum. All we have to do is to cut expenditure. Don't try to run faster than you can. That's what's causing us the trouble. If we're just trying to live within our means, we wouldn't have this problem. So government should cut the expenditure, cut the expenditure, cut the expenditure. So government can go back to parliament to say new appropriation act. Cut, cut, cut. And parliament will, I'm sure, uphold it and pass it into law. Let's not live beyond our means. That is what is going to lead to the death of our fellow citizens. And it's an Arab Spring into Ghana. Uh, Martin, thank you very much. Pebu is the uh, convener of the uh, Individual Bondholders Association of uh, Ghana. Um, I want to hear from you if you are one of those individual bondholders or you have money in the pension fund and it's now closed. We hear the announcement from the finance ministry. Um, you have the analysis of what the uh, clause means, that clause in that statement means, that line there. What do you make of all this? 055 after business, clash at University of Ghana between former residents of Commonwealth Hall and the police, with many already arrested. First, we want to make it emphatic clear today that the stone silent by the investment management, not to quote to the decision of the court, is what? Tantamount to perjury.
Uh, details as tension rises over school management silence on accommodation controversy after court placed an injunction on the implementation of the residential policy there. George, we are fit, is here with business. George, a lot, a lot. A lot of on. things are happening. A lot and to uh, chew on. A lot of things I are mean, happening. I mean, one minute you think, oh, this mm, is done. Mm. The but, second uh, minute. but again, what are the fiscal commitments? And if you look through the, the, the whole budget, the fiscal commitment has to do with interest payments. Payment of bonds is captured on the interest payments, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It's part of it. It's yeah. part of it, yeah. I mean, they are, they are, we went through that. There are about five of them. Five of them. The question, the, the concern that has been expressed, and Prof expresses the point, is in line with fiscal commitment. So, yeah, we are committed. Yeah. But then they, if we have a challenge in meeting that commitment, the warning, implied warning there is that then... Until this debt you. exchange program, we're always meeting our debt commitment. Which, then we expect the finance minister to do that even now, Which right? Prof makes the point yeah. that even when we run a deficit, we have serviced we our debt. And so if a time comes and the government, because of that cross, is unable to, to pay the individual bondholders, et cetera, yeah, who were not yeah, part, yeah. then it would have been the deliberate decision not to, yeah, not because yeah. you don't and have and to And the interesting arguments are being raised in, in terms of contracts and all those things. But again, what we are picking up is that they wanted to close this whole offer and then meet the obligations for the February 4th one and the one that matured this yeah. week. So let's see what will happen. I, I mean, these I guess things, the, the question was, uh, in this statement, what is an opportunity to state when, that clearly when we're going to make that The payment. uncertainty is we're still worrying a lot yeah. of people with, all, with respect to all these things that are happening. So yeah. it's critical that these things are done to help in the confidence building in what is actually left. I know you have more on this. What well, even the finance ministry pecks value of bond tendered in the domestic debt exchange program at about 83 billion Ghana cities. I also tell you that about 14 billion Ghana cities didn't participate in this whole offer. And price of mineral water, more drinks said to go up further as government targets excise duty hikes on these products. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Alliance Live and Ghana Pay. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Kweku at his spunky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secrets, hmm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadbander. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.ga and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. MTN. 
Nathan, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom, and my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Committee 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302 764101, 764209, or 762792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com. You Welcome back to uh, Business on News Night. Now, the value of bonds that were tendered in the domestic debt exchange program is valued at 83 billion Ghana cities. This was captured in the statement released by the Finance Ministry just a while ago. The statement gave further details as to how these things were structured and how it can be reported. There is more in this report. The Finance Ministry, in a statement, also revealed that the total value of bonds that was available to be restructured during this period was around 97 billion Ghana cities. Now, out of this, 83 billion Ghana cities was tendered for the offer. This should mean that about 14 billion Ghana cities worth of bonds didn't participate in this domestic debt exchange program. The Ministry of Finance also announced that it has extended the settlement date for the offer from today, 14th of February 2023, 21st of February 2023. The Finance Ministry added that based on some expression of interest from other stakeholders, the clear market provision of the new bonds was set forth in the exchange memorandum to clarify a clear market provision that will not limit government from issuing domestic public indebtedness and correction to liability management exercise. Two other stories. The International Monetary Fund has appointed Lola Chumo as the resident advisor in financial sector supervision at the Bank of Ghana. He's expected to provide technical assistance and help build the capacity of the banking supervision function of the Bank of Ghana. Now, at the court, at the request of the Bank of Ghana, fully funded by the Switzerland State Secretariat for Economic Affairs, the International Monetary Fund has also assigned the, the resident advisor in financial sector supervision to the uh, Bank of Ghana. He's supposed to help with the Bank of Ghana with respect to uh, supervision and helping with programs under the whole funded IMF program. The price of mineral water and malt drinks are expected to go up further. And that is if government quests to increase the excise duty on these products are granted by parliament. Now, the Finance Committee in a report has presented to the House 
for this adjustments to be made. Now, these things will happen after the powers approved this request that is coming from the Finance Committee to increase the levies on these products. But General Secretary of the Food and Beverage Association, Samuel Agri, noted that this move is bad for the industry. Uh, every day we hear increase of taxes, increase of taxes. We'll reach a point where um, industry and consumers cannot even afford anymore. And you keep on in introducing new taxes. Now, the excuse that the, the ministry is giving that certain products are harmful for consumption. Cigarettes, yes. E-cigarettes, yes. These are the areas you should be looking at. And then perhaps a certain class of uh, uh, alcoholic beverages that um, we can increase at least as we raise some uh, little uh, revenue from there. Because um, when you do that increase, we, we see people of uh, astute uh, income will still go for it. Samuel Agri is the General Secretary of the Food and Beverage Association. Now, Talo Oil has promised to engage government over the $387 million tax charge against its operations in the country. This was captured in the notice to investors in the country and around the world. There is more in this report. Talo Oil, in the report, noted they are committed to finding an amicable solution to the current challenge. This is why it is still engaging the Ghana Review Authority on the issue to ensure that their concerns are addressed going forward. Talo Oil noted that, despite this engagement, it is still going ahead with the arbitration because its rights under the petroleum laws have been violated and also want to bring certainty on this issue with all the interested parties. Meanwhile, the Court of Arbitration for International Chamber of Commerce asserts to hear a separate case brought by Talo Oil on a $320 million tax charge by the Ghana Revenue Authority on its branch profit assessment in October 2023. And that is the Business Dex report. In a separate development, Senior Manager, Tax and Regulations, uh, Deloitte Gabo Yorinciado, has noted that the action by Talo Oil in the right direction. This, in my opinion, would have been envisaged that there could be a point in time where issues, I uh, mean, of sex matter will crop up and would, and we need an independent party, I mean, to help bring an amicable solution to some of these things. Of course, if you look at our Revenue Administration Act, there are dispute resolution procedures that are set out in there to help resolve some of these things. Uh, which emanates from tax audit. Nevertheless, to the extent that you have signed up to an international agreement, uh, the, the conditions precedent in those international agreements will reign supreme. And TALO reserves the right to either use the terms or the issues set out in the agreement, whichever is uh, very convenient for them. Senior Manager Tax and Regulations at Deloitte Ghana Gilbert Chirinchi. As part of this, the corporate social responsibility to cooperate to the social and general well-being of the community, the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research Organization, a COVID-19 screening and blood donation exercise to contribute to the quota of the National Blood Bank. Director General of the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, Professor Paul Bonsuit, retreated the Council's commitment to ensuring the general well-being of the populace to drive economic development. The research staff association of CSIR decided that they will undertake 
blood donation exercise to take blood to support our blood banks. CSIR staff, students from Laboni Secondary School and other people to help donate blood because we heard the statistics of the uh, National Blood Bank. It's not good. Uh, it's not too good that something that we can support the 30 plus million Ghanaians can also, but unfortunately, it is not the case. And so this is the little effort that CSIR would want to contribute to the National Blood Bank. Director General of the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, Paul Bonsu, let's turn attention to the stock market. And if you're a shareholder in GGB or you lost about 18 pesos and is now worth one Ghana City 68 pesos. However, for those shareholders of Total Energies, it was up by peso today to close at four Ghana cities, 16 pesos. If you hold your lever shares, it's up by 20 pesos. And it closed at two Ghana cities, 26 pesos. And those are some interesting price gains on the Ghana Stock Exchange for shareholders. That's all for business on Newsnight. And this whole DDE would just not go away even. Uh, George, thank you very much. And there was a clash uh, today at the University of uh, Ghana uh, between former residents of the Commonwealth Hall and the police. And we understand many have already been arrested. And this is uh, coming on the back of the rising tension over school management silence of accommodation uh, controversy after the, uh, the court uh, placed an injunction on the implementation of a residential policy. Uh, Max Orohaba has been following this story, joins me in the studio. Max, what happened? Well, the students um, went there to apparently enforce the court order that has been given, and then that was the point that they clashed, you know, with the police officers who were in front of the um, Commonwealth Hall. They had with them um, the court order, which I have here. It says, um, it is hereby ordered that the defendant herein, referring to the University of Ghana, is hereby restrained, either by itself or its officers, assigns, previous agents, workmen, or anybody working under the defendant's instructions from implementing the decision of the defendant's residence board meeting held on 26th November 2022 in respect of the residential policy decision affecting all continuing students of Commonwealth Hall, University of Ghana. So the status quo of the University of Ghana should be maintained as um, to be before the 26th October 2022 decision um, was taken. We know that starting this academic year, the university authorities um, took a decision that only level 100 and graduate students will occupy Komoto. Continuing students were therefore um, distributed to um, other halls of residence on the university's campus. So after this um, order came through, the Commonwealth Hall students, former residents of Commonwealth Hall, rushed to their former hall to take over their old beds. And they were not allowed? They were not allowed. Okay. And we understand that the police has made some arrests um, on this issue. 18 people, we've to we are told, have been arrested. And uh, the police says the 18 suspects were together with about 200 others believed to be former members of the Commonwealth Hall of the University. The police have been able to contain the situation and calm has been restored. All 18 suspects are in police custody and will be put before the court to face justice. Security, we are told, has been deep in on the campus for academic activities to continue without any hindrance. Well, uh, Eugene Bidiaku Jr. is a leader of the grief students. 
uh, is a group of agitated students. Mm. Because as of 8 February, we had lost our residency or University of Ghana campus. Meanwhile, they gave us up to 10 February to make payments. Last Thursday, the courts, the high courts, a court of confidence, jurisprudence, and jurisdiction had given an order that the status quo should remain. And that means that people who were residents of Commonwealth or last academic year, continuing students, all of them are to be made to come back. So what we were expecting from members of management was to update our MIS web so that we will see Commonwealth Hall there and then go and make payments. And after we come here, we'll do manual registration and then we'll be given rooms. Everybody you see here, you, see, you can see their bags. They've been sacked from the UGL hostels because they have not been able to pay. And then our demands were, our demands were simple. We cannot pay. A, the court has given an order. Take us back. How is that so difficult? Uh, joining us on the line now is Professor William Barbwating of the University of Ghana. Also on the line is the uh, member of the Old Vandas Association and former JCR president of the Commonwealth Hall, Bernard Odrotechi. Um, let me start with you, Professor William Barbwating. Uh, the concern of the students, uh, are they valid? They say the uh, court or that the injunction was clear, uh, hold on. And so they had the right now to go back in into the Commonwealth Hall and take residence. Is that a legitimate? If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match must keep IRA for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC view to take on this Ivan, thank you very much and thank let me uh, say good evening to your cherished uh, listeners Ivan, the of Ghana is an institution that is law abiding and of course uh, when the, the court gives an order the University of Ghana should receive a copy of the court order now, let me say that when a court gives an order, it is not uh, in the hands of the students to enforce the order. I think we need to put that uh, uh, in perspective. And the actions of the students uh, should be condemned unconditionally because the court has given an order and it is not the students who are supposed to enforce uh, the court order. That is the first point that we need to take into account. But the second thing is that the university only got a copy of the court order this evening. And therefore, you cannot just listen to radio and see the court has given an order, and therefore you just go and do anything. A record, the university did not have a copy of the court order, and we also need to put that uh, uh, point there. The university also has the right, and I think we need to also understand it. The court has given an order at the high court. The university has the right to even appear that court order but until so appeal you cannot, i mean you have to comply so so the point is that i've given you an indication that one the university has not gotten a copy of that court order and even if that court order has been given it is not in the hands of the students to enforce that court order remember that if students are supposed to be given a room you don't just falsely enter the, the hall and say i am going to take over the room you need to go through a process and therefore, you cannot just say that because the court has given an order, I have the right to do that. And I think we need 
uh, to put that point to the students because the university has to respect the rules. The university is also supposed to get a copy of the court order and the university the right okay prof let, let me well. let me ask you then i mean going forward before you appeal will you allow the students now to to take residence hey man, it is not as easy as you are saying remember school reopened in the middle of january this policy has been implemented since january we have 1100 students who are have been given accommodation so if you want to enforce the court order you want to eject the level 100 students and costly put students there. Remember, and the university has said this time and again, that if you are given a room, that room is not for you in perpetuity. When you are given a room and you pay for it, at the end of the academic year, the room is no more yours. It means that when you come the next, the next academic year, you may have to apply. Okay. You are given a room the next academic year does not mean that the room belongs to you in perpetuity. Because of time, let me ask you for clarity. Will the university appeal? Can you give me a clear word on this? Will you appeal or not? The university has the right to appeal. But will you? The university got a copy of the court order this evening. The university will look at it and take a decision on that. Thank you very much. Um, JCR president uh, is a member of the Old Vandas Association, uh, Bernard Odro. Uh, Bernard, you just heard the uh, Professor Bob Wating. Uh, very quickly, uh, briefly, um, he ha they have difficulties. They say they, uh, they now received it. Uh, they will think about uh, the, the, the appeal, but it's not as simple as saying the students should just, should just go back. What do you say to that? Uh, first of all, good evening to your cherished viewers and listeners across the globe. It is very instructive that my other get on the line is a professor and if i were maybe a student of him with a question you put him in his response you are in a clear deviation of the question you asked him a simple question where the university appeal he was not imperative and instructive look my brother Evans, it's very simple we are turning legon into a capitocratic environment look if you take the 1992 republic of ghana article one chapter one Chapter 6, Article 21, talks about fundamental rights of people of Ghana. Look, students of Commonwealth and its affiliate old vendors could have taken the law into our hands. But because we respect the law and the tenets of democracy, we proceeded to court. And the court, in its finite wisdom, has given a restraining order. Yeah, but you've had them now. Uh, forgive me because of time. What do you plan to do now, having heard from and the university? The injunction has been given. Look, me and you, we are not lawyers. And all parties to a court case either have a, a respondent lawyer or a plaintiff lawyer. Are they telling us that in the courtroom, the legal counsel or the counsel university wasn't present? Point number two, if there is anybody to sanction, it should be university management. Okay, let me ask you uh, finally, uh, again, because of time. You have a right if you believe the, that court order has been breached. It's called... Uh, uh, in essence, uh, abusing the the, uh, the the contempt of court. Would you pursue that in court? First of all, like I have said, the vandal fraternity we are law abiding. That is why, of all the misplaced, impressing people hold on us, we have never resorted to violence. We will, we will never do. But so long as the laws of Ghana must work, and we believe in the court system, 
I'm assuring every vandal all over the world that the actions, the omissions, and the international university management is undemocratic, is preposterous, is very funny, and very unconstitutional. And we want to employ everybody that let no vandal, any current or old, resort to violence. Let us resort to the tenets of law. Uh, and that's a member of the uh, Old Vandals Association uh, uh, there, uh, very vehement that uh, the university uh, may possibly have uh, violated a very important court order that still subsists. I want to do uh, sports now, and Ms. Bao joins me with the latest. Yes, well, you can see League returns, and of course, on June 99.7 FM. And tonight, it's Paris Saint-Germain taking on Bayern Munich. I mean, definitely... An exciting one, of course. Elsewhere, also, AC Milan will host Tottenham Hotspur at San Siro. But all eyes will be on that game between Paris Saint-Germain and Bayern Munich. Live commentary is going to be on Jordan 9.7 FM in just an hour's time. And, of course, the lineup is already out. Lionel Messi picked up an injury over the week. And uh, he was not quite expected to make the squad. But he is in the starter lineup on Paris Saint-Germain already. You have done a rumour in post for them, Sergio Ramos and Marquinhos and Danilo Pereira making the defenders there. Hakimi, Makovarati and uh, Zer Emery along with Nuno Mendes in midfield while Lionel Messi, Carlos Sole and Neymar lead the attack. Kylian Mbappe makes the squad but he's on the bench for Bayern Munich. There's Eric Maxim Chupomotin who's leading the attack. Jamal Musian and Leroy Sani along with Kinsley Coleman also there. Joshua Kimmich, Goretzka, Jacques Cancelo, Matisse Delay, Upamakano and Benjamin Pavard all making the cut for Bayern Munich. So, events, exciting Champions League football to look forward to tonight. Uh, we look forward to it. Thank you very much, Ms. Bao. Is it going to be on Join us. I know we, we used to. Yeah, it's going to be here. It's going to be at eight. At eight. Oh, at eight. I'm rubbing yeah. my hands. I'm waiting eight for that. Um, yeah. For those of you who can access to watch, don't worry. Just tune in and listen uh, to this. <laughs> Well, tears of a parent after six kindergarten school kids were killed in the most tragic of circumstances at Breman Jamra when the building they were in uh, collapsed on them. Well, thankfully, he had multimedia. We got some support to build the kindergarten uh, school blog. But another structure may soon collapse on the students of the Methodist school in that same vicinity. The multimedia group is a way of uh, averting another disaster has embarked on a classroom project. Uh, the multimedia group, with the support of Star Ghana, and the community has been able to put up uh, the building to the roofing level. An estimated 100,000 CDs uh, will enable us to complete the entire project. Apart from cash, we may need wood, roofing sheets, furniture, doors and windows, tiles, marker as well, uh, boards, fans, light switches. Show love to these kids at Brahman Jamra. It's dangerous for us to learn on. When the rain enter the classroom, the classroom will be very dirty here. So we don't want this class again. We want a new one. So we don't want this class. We want the other one there. We please them to help us this new building so that we can live comfortably in that new room. Because when it is raining, our ceiling will be removing. The water will be coming inside this room. So we don't want this class again. We want a new one. We feel shaking. When the, when the rain is falling, we feel shaking. We fear, so that the, we fear that the, uh, the building will be broken. So we want the, the government to build an, another school for us.
we are telling them to come and help us to build the room because we are begging them to come and help us to build the building. Well, you can send your donations to 0505993038832. The name is Multimedia Group uh, Limited. That's it for news night tonight. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.